The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. This is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and this is the prophetic voice of our time. Clear your calendar and mark December 31st at 7 p.m. for the prophetic gathering of the saints here in San Antonio, Texas. You do not want to miss this important event. You must register. We hold this conference every year, December 31st. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org. Again, it's SOGMI.org and click Events, December 31st. And the title of this conference is 2020 Vision for 2020. Again, it's 2020 Vision for the year 2020. We will see things clearly and we will have the understanding of the workings and the ways of God through and by the Holy Spirit. I have been praying because I realize how fast things are going. And I woke up one time at about 3.30 in the morning and I was praying and the Lord gave me the title says, in the year 2020, Christina, my people will see more clearly. Those who listen. I got so excited. And God is doing a lot of wonderful things here and abroad, and I'm so excited. Last Sunday, I was ready for the morning service. I already have my notes. I prepared my notes several days before that, got it printed, and ready to go. It was Sunday morning at about 9 o'clock in the morning. I developed this habit for me, it's just like by accident, but I was led by the Holy Spirit. And ever since I entered the ministry, after every service, Bible study, or conference, I always spent time with God afterwards so that the Holy Spirit can tell me or can show me if I missed something, if I misspoke, or if I made a mistake so that I'll have an opportunity to correct them. So I developed that habit, and last Sunday morning at 9 o'clock, it's the same thing. I was in the shower. I've been singing and praying in the Spirit, and all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit gave me an example and an answer to my prayer, and it changed the entire service. After all, it is his ministry, it is his word, and you are his people. And I submit to that. It is part of the discipleship or leadership training that every time I always tell the people of God, the leaders, be comfortable in being uncomfortable because of the changes. If the Holy Spirit wants to change things, you need to yield to that. Don't allow your brain to analyze things. And I have been asked by many people, 
because they always wonder, even if the conference is five days conference, three days conference, a whole day conference, or just four days, they notice that most of the time, like 80% of the time, I barely read my notes except the scriptures. And they ask me, how can you do that? Because I let the Holy Spirit to lead me. And this should be, in our case, in every areas of our lives. And this is what I'm going to tackle and address because I know it is time for your dreams to come true. It is time for your blessings and the promises of God to manifest in your life. It is time for the God-ordained relationships to manifest, and it's time for our prodigal sons and daughters to come back home. It is time for marriages and family relationships to get healed, and it's time for the body of Christ to be the head and not the tail. It has been my prayers for many, many months and years and said, Lord, teach me. I don't want to fail God and his people in preparing his people for this great move for the transfer of wealth, to prepare them to go ye to all nations and preach the gospel. It is my job, and he called me to do that. This time, I'm focused on the manifestations of blessings for us to live heaven on earth. So the Holy Spirit changed the whole message in which I'm going to share to you today. The issues and the challenges that we're facing right now and the discouragement that many people of God are experiencing are the delayed manifestations or they don't know what to do or sometimes the blessings will stop flowing. And we have heard or sometimes we have said many excuses on the reasons why, not the timing of God. But you know what? If you look at God and who he is, it says in the scripture that he will never withhold good things from his people. So it is not God. And lots of people get into self-condemnation because you disobeyed God like a hundred years ago, years ago, even yesterday. And we tend to punish ourselves. And before you knew it, you have convinced yourselves that you don't deserve it because, after all, you've been so disobedient to God and God is teaching a lesson. That is not how the Holy Spirit teaches us, okay? It is not part of his outline because Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth. He doesn't punish us. He stopped talking to us when we are not listening, but it is not part of his plan, his lesson plan is he will guide us into all truth. He will only say and teach us those things that he hears from God the Son and God the Father. And he will tell us of things to come. That is the lesson plan of the Holy Spirit. So we cannot blame him either. I am a mother. And probably before the Lord comes, I will be a grandmother. I am a mother. And my children, our three children, Joshua, James, and Erica, did not do anything to earn my love towards them. They did not do anything. As soon as I felt them in my stomach and as soon as they were born on this earth, that's it. My overflowing love is there. I want what is best for them. 
And one thing that Mike and I did right is we did not instill fear on, on, on our children. Instead, we tried to encourage them and remind them of their good qualities. And we did not promote competition between the three of them. I always say Joshua is my favorite firstborn son. James is my favorite middle child. And Erica is my favorite daughter. And as soon as we got born again, born of the Spirit, God has this overwhelming love towards you. Yes, I'm talking to you. He loved you. He loved me while we were sinners. So once we got born again, I know that overwhelming love towards my children. And we got that from God, okay? So let us start with the premise that the truth is God will never withhold good things from his people, from his children. So we should not be discouraged because I know we tend to be discouraged sometimes because things are not manifesting. Things get postponed. And sometimes, Christians, we tend to look at ourselves as second-class citizens in the kingdom of God. That is a total nonsense. It is not true. God does not play favorites, okay? Actually, in John Jesus says that God the Father loves us as much as he loves his only begotten son. I have been talking to God and praying about this. What can I do to accelerate or manifest the people's aspirations, their desires, their prophecies, and the plan of God towards them? I go on a mission trip. And I witnessed many supernatural things manifesting right there. And I want to see these manifestations here in the United States, here in Texas. I have been praying for you, our listeners, for the core team, for Freedom Foster Church and Sons of God partners and members. And God had me release awesome prophecies to all of the ministry team. And I want to see these prophecies manifest. And of course, things are manifesting right now at Freedom Fellowship Church. But I have resolved in myself that I will not be satisfied. I will always be grateful, especially on the manifestations of blessings that are happening now. But I will not be satisfied until all their desires, all the plan of God, the blessings that is due to them will manifest. I will forever grateful to God, okay? But I want action. I want supernatural stuff. And I also want to get through the people of God to hear and obey him for supernatural experiences and manifestations. And I was thanking God. I was preparing for my notes, and I felt good at it, but I still didn't have the release. So I was asking God, and he gave me an example. And why things get postponed, why things are not manifesting, just gave me one example, and I got it. And I know you're all going to get it. 
Are you ready? Example. I decided to build my dream ranch house. We're in Texas, so I want a ranch house. And I have specific requirements for that ranch house. It's been building up in me, percolating over many years. So I hired an architect to design it for me with my specifications. I have the perfect location, the right amount of acreage, and I have all my specific requirements. Suppose the architect that I hired decided that he knows more than me, disregarded all my requirements and my specifications, and designed the house without asking me any question according to what he wants. He just decided that this is what I deserve or this is what is the perfect or right ranch house design for me. What will happen to that architect? I will fire that architect instantly and I will hire another architect. And the same thing. So then I got smarter. Supposedly, I hired another architect and he laid out the floor plans to my specifications, all the details, color, everything. And then I asked him to oversee the construction and hire a builder to build the trans house. He hired a builder and the builder refused to follow the specifications to the letter. Do you think it will work? No. Will that please me? No. I want the exact specification and the architect knew everything on what is required to build that ranch house. So if that builder did not follow to the exact specification, that architect that I hired to oversee that, or me myself, will call the builder and said, no, you're going to make it to the right specification and everything has to stop right now. Don't put another brick. Don't do another thing until everything is corrected. It is the same thing with God. God is the architect. He always reminds us in his word in Jeremiah. He knows the plans he has for you. His plan for you is not to harm you, but to bless you, to give you hope and a future a bright future. And he knows how will it entails for you to get there. He knows and he planned everything. All the resources are there. The perfect timing is there. All the resources, you just have to follow the specification or to follow his instruction. And this is what's happening in the body of Christ. We receive a word from God. It will start manifesting. And then we just go on our own way, leaving God behind without asking him to be involved or for further instruction. All of a sudden, 
It's our own vision. It is what we want instead of what God wants. And we just go on ahead. And things get postponed. Sometimes it will take years before we realize it. And then we get into problem, then we go back to him. God will never make an exception on anyone, but he requires us to follow the pattern set by our Lord Jesus Christ. To obey the instruction to trust him, that he is a loving and a faithful God. We need to follow the instruction to the letter. And this is what's happening. This should be in every area of our lives. In Exodus chapter 25, verse 9, it says, Make this tabernacle and all its furnishings exactly like the pattern I will show you. Exodus 25, 40, See that you make them according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. Numbers 8, 4, This is how the lampstand was made. It was made of hammered gold from its base to its blossoms. The lampstand was made exactly like the pattern the Lord had shown Moses. Remember the widow of a prophet that served Elisha in 2 Kings? The prophet died and the widow with her two sons went to Elisha and reminded Elisha, you know, my late husband has been faithful to you. But he left us with debts, and now his creditors are going to collect, and he is going to take my two sons as slaves. And Elisha said, what do you have? And I said, we have nothing except a little amount of oil. And Elisha instructed her specifically to borrow many jars from her friends and neighbors. Don't borrow a few, borrow many. And he gave specific instruction. As soon as you have all the jars, shut your door, and you and your son, you set aside jars and start filling them, and then set them aside on the other side. And the oil started flowing, and it stopped when the last jar was filled. So she already knew what is to take place. A lot of Christians will stop right there and do their own thing. Instead, this woman went back to the prophet who gave her the instructions and said, I have done everything. What am I going to do next? And Elisha said, sold the oil, pay off your debts, and the rest of the money you can live off with your two sons. And this is what's happening also in the discipleship. This is the challenge. Do you know that I lose many people that are in training when the anointing start manifesting or when I give them their first opportunity to minister, to be a speaker to the prophetic conference, to lay hands on people. And when God started moving, that's when I lost people. I lost many. You're talking about, you know, sometimes I cry because they got so close and now they have to start all over again. Because anointing breaks every yoke. And before you knew it, we start getting offended. Pride will come. We are not teachable anymore. And it changes us. 
But it should not stop us from discipling others because some will remain. Right? So this is what's happening in the body of Christ. I want you to be honest with yourself and open your hearts. When God tell you, just like I've been getting a lot of complaints when a problem in the marriage, one woman told me that she's mad at God. And said, why are you mad at God? Because, and said, God let my husband cheat on me and divorce me for another woman. And I said, then why is it it's God's fault? It is your husband's fault. And I said, no, because God brought us two together. And said, well, did you ask God? Did you keep on talking to God about it? Don't blame God for it if you didn't ask God for permission to marry that guy. Because I've seen so many that they did not wait on God and they have problems. As it is, there will be challenges in marriages. We cannot pretend that because we're Christians that we don't have any problems. We don't have any challenges. But it's just the knowledge that God brought the two of you together. And if you both are serving God, you're going to see these things through. You're going to make the right choices and make the right decision. But, you know, challenges are everywhere. It is building relationship. And sometimes for those that have been married for 50 years, so forth, and they're still in love, they'll just laugh about it and they say, well, it's called marriage. But we do not blame God for the problems. You the same saying. We have to continue to ask God for instructions in times of prosperity, in the times of success, as well as in the times of many challenges. Amen? Okay, amen. In Acts chapter 7, verse 44, it says, Our forefathers had the tabernacle of the testimony with them in the desert. It had been made as God directed Moses according to the pattern he had seen. Aren't we glad that Noah obeyed and followed specific instructions contained in order to build the ark? Because Noah had not seen any flood, there was no storm at that time before the flood. It means to say he didn't know, but because he didn't know, he has to obey God he has to follow the instructions to the letter. And same thing with us. The promises of God, we may think that we understand where he is leading us to a land of plenty. We know that we are going to be blessed. We know that that is the only way to live is to follow Christ. But he says, no eyes have seen, no ears have heard, no mind have conceived what is planned for us. So we must take this like Moses, who didn't know, who built the first tabernacle for God. So he didn't know. So he had to follow instruction. Same thing with Noah. He didn't know. So he followed instruction. So with us, we don't know exactly the full extent of the plan of God for our lives. So we have to continue to follow the instruction. We have to continue to go to him and ask for further instructions or clarifications. Okay, for you that, that is listening to the sound of my voice, 
It is not too late for you to turn things around. It is not impossible for God to bring healing to that relationship. It is not difficult for our God to, uh, to restore you and to bring back those opportunities that you missed because you disobeyed Him. It is not too late. After all, we serve a mighty God, and this is a season of power. As long as you come clean to God, just you and Him, and be honest with Him and admit it, and the Holy Spirit will not lose time to give you instruction. And immediately, those opportunities will be open for you. Trust and believe in Him. Amen? And I'm running out of time. Don't forget to register on December 31st, Prophetic Gathering of the Saints, 2020 Vision for the Year 2020. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.